Bad things happen in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah! And what you gonna do? Big, massive dump. Know your mouth and shut your roll. Oh, man. You don't know what our time's on, Daddy. That was perfect. All right, guys, you are back here with the Driveway Athletes. I am Jack. I am joined tonight by Bill. What's going on, man? Uh, You know how it goes. Uh, We ran into some technical difficulties at the end of last episode, and apparently those carried over into the beginning of this episode. Um, But hopefully we've got those resolved. Have we blamed aliens? Um... I mean, we can look into it. Okay, I'm 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 on board with that. You know, like I'll throw the blame wherever it can go. Mars, men from Mars, Martians. I like it. I dig it. Moon men. Got to blame somebody. That's it. Absolutely. So, um, we got Sixers basketball. Let's get excited. Sixers up five, TJ McConnell. So they're going to go undefeated this year, right? Well, with the schedule, of course. With the altered schedule. I mean, they won all two of the preseason games. So, like, to me, we could go through and pick our wins and losses. Did you Did you look at the schedule? Did you Did you break down your... Including playoffs, I have them at ninety-eight and two. <laughs> Who do they lose to? Um, a road game against Atlanta on a Wednesday night. I think it's going to rain that day. And then at home against the Lakers, Joel Embiid's going to sit out. <laughs> ninety-eight to two. I thought you were going to say they were going to lose at Flukes. Or at the Yik Yak. No, 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 no. I wish. <laughs> I wish. Very it, excited about this year, my friend. As am I. And you know, like, I feel like the fans are searching for drama. Like, as if we're not getting enough enough from the Eagles. The Eagles are a soap opera in and itself right now. There's just because the East is wide open for the Sixers. It's for the taking, I think. I mean, it should be, but you got to think that the Nets are going to be a pretty good team, right? Milwaukee's always a good team. I'm not going to go and say they're going to run over the East like Ennis did last year. I'm just saying there's there's no clear cut team. No, there's not se. a the team, and I feel like. Um, that's true for for even the West. Um, I don't feel like you know the predetermined championship game or predetermined champion. I think the quick turnaround is going to. I would bet against the Lakers almost every game this year if I was a betting man. Not a young team either. Not a young team. Not a hungry team. I mean, that's a quick turnaround for them. 
For anybody. For anybody. Not, but yeah. just for them. I mean, say what you will about the bubble, but they put in commitment down there. You know, to be away from your families for so long, this and that. And you could play the tough guy machismo act. You get paid millions of dollars. I'd be on a volcano for that money. Stupid, ridiculous. They're human, just like everybody else. Well, just look at superb talent. Look at what, like, even hockey. Those guys, you know, like, and not like. I feel like I bring that up because a lot of teams fade. That it is a lot to ask to be away from your family, only really around your team. You can throw however many things you want around the complex not the same as going home to your own bed no not at all it's just it's it's i i'm not going to say inhumane it's unnatural to live that way in in a hotel secluded from the rest of society it's just it got it's got to wear on anybody mentally especially young guys who are used to going out and doing whatever they want it's almost i don't want to go overboard and say it's like prison but you know it's just you're confined you're confined to the space you're not allowed to go anywhere it's just a weird situation for everybody and I feel like even as a kid but like as an adult when you're told you can't like you wouldn't care if you actually could like if you chose not to but when you're told you can't do things it does wear on you yeah absolutely I mean we, we're all going through it Man. as a nation right now but back to back to basketball, I just think it's just and it and it's going to be like that for the Heat too. They played in as many games as the Lakers. Yeah, I just I think there's going to be a hangover, especially the first two months, and then they may turn it on. We'll we'll see because uh, they're playing on a shortened season. Is right? They're not going to squeeze in eighty games, are they? I want to say it's close. I think it's 72. That's not that bad, though. You lose, what, 10 games? That's not that bad. I want to say the NHL is 56. 56 for the NHL. That is different. You start dumping games in a 56-game season, it's different than seven. that extra 20 games, you know, like, that's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, and I think baseball's going to try and cram in 72. Um. I do think, though, like, it's a little bit... I, I feel like, and this isn't taking away from, from anybody, but that experience didn't necessarily, like... The the teams that did well aren't necessarily the better, like, quote-unquote teams. They were the teams best equipped to deal with that situation. What, you know... They were, they were the hottest teams. Yeah, so... You know... We'll see, you know, but I'm excited for, for basketball to be back um, today. You know, like, we're, we're recording this Tuesday night. Uh, game is Wednesday, so you'll be most likely listen to it, listening to it Wednesday, so tonight. But um, I'm excited for it to be back. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, like, like I said, there's, there's some – optimism with the Sixers this year. They revamped their whole front office, their whole coaching staff. You know, they added some pieces, some shooters. Well, Shake Milton's going to develop. Tybal's another year older. They they got the kid Maxley from actually a big-time college. Maxi. Maxi, yeah. And Maxie, yeah. this offense looked its best. 
Obviously, Jimmy Butler helped a ton, but it really looked it's, it looked better than last year when they had Redick. And I think that I think that Curry's as good of an outside shooter. You know, I don't think that he's any worse at spreading the floor than JJ was. So, no, I mean, he's probably better at defense. So um, we, it is 70, 72 games confirmed. Seventy two. Okay. Seventy two for the NBA. We know that the offense with the the two main pieces being. Ben and Joe just looks better when they have someone who's an outside threat. So we know what this looks like. And then you throw in some, you know, you got Dwight Howard, great bat, you know, great backup for Joel. Joel, does he have that irritable bowel or something? Like, I feel like he's got irritable bowel or, or some other issue like that. Jojo? Yeah. It seems he could have a case of the shits. Well, that's irritable. Yeah, irritable bowel would be a big explanation to what goes on with his Ill- illnesses. Yeah, there's a. I'm not sure what his diet's like these days. I know, I know, he ate a lot of Chick Fil A. Little lactose intolerant, maybe. Could be. Um, okay. Maybe he doesn't like the cheese. It just it might not agree with him. He might have to yeah. go to a you know a non dairy cheese. Because he did sit out that second preseason game with a non COVID related illness. Yeah, and that's he... why I thought it might. I think he might have irritable bowel or some, again something along those lines. And I, you know, I'm no doctor, but it seems like he gets these um, gastrointestinal issues uh, that we've blamed on a poor diet. But maybe there's something bigger going on there. Could be. You know, guys that size. I mean. Takes a lot. It takes a lot to operate a body that size. Uh, yeah. So, wouldn't surprise me. No. And um, the other part of this this the the city story is, geez, you either have to profess your love for Carson Wentz and hatred for Jalen Hurts, or say that Carson Wentz always sucked and you knew it all along. Why can't there be an in between? Why can't I just root for laundry? Why can't I just root for a guy? Why do I have to take sides? Why can't I root for Jalen Hurts? You can, like, I feel like these two things should be able to be true. The Eagles handled this terribly. But you want to see. I don't think anybody can argue that. But you want to see the kids succeed. Yeah, both kids. Both kids. Right, yeah. It's not like Carson. You feel like Wentz is an old man, but he, he, you're right. He's 26, 27. I'm 41. I get to call him a kid. Absolutely. Send him to Jacksonville. Send him to Pittsburgh. Send him to New Orleans. Be done with but it. It's a hell of a cap hit, man. Well, what do you rather have? The cap hit and, you know, have that for one year or have a malcontent? NFL teams don't eat $34 million. Well, it's it's unprecedented to use that word. Yeah, but that that's a sign of a, again, so my opinion, for what it's worth, throw Howie under the bus for this contract and that draft pick. You don't sign a guy to that big of money and then take in a, in a onesie position and then take another guy in the first two rounds. It's irrational. It's irrational and arrogant. And move them, and, and you know, like you can set. Well, this is why we moved on from that GM. Howie's not going anywhere. I I know that you and I don't agree here, but like, 
Laurie did fire Banner, who was like his friend before that he ever worked for him. Dude, they were friends since kids. Right. So if he could fire Banner, he can fire anybody. My opinion, for what it's worth. I just think Jeff surrounds himself. He doesn't trust a lot of people. And this is from interviews I've read with Joe Banner. Joe Banner does a column with uh, Paul Domowicz every Saturday mm-hmm. in the paper. And I read that religiously every Saturday because it's kind of an insight into the organization, which you really don't get because Joe Banner knows the intricacies and how they operate. He says it's less than five and probably not even that much. He says Jeff is surrounds himself with people he trusts. He trusts very few people. And he doesn't really bring around a lot of outside people. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I'm hearing or seeing a rumor that the guy that helped do a little bit of Cleveland's process, he was a former front office guy in Kansas City, is consulting a bit with the Eagles? Yes. And the name escapes me right now. They did that Saturday. They did that on the DL. Well, they did it a while ago, but it came out Saturday. Um, Todd Haley, maybe? I think that think that, that name sounds correct. But anyway, yeah. my point being is not a good look if you're a GM. If you've got a, someone, an outside consultant, if you will. Yeah. Um, whenever a guy has a history with Kansas City... Um, it makes my ears perk up because of the ties to a- Andy. And Lori will always love Andy as well. Right. Um, right. He's another guy. Probably stayed three to four years after his expiration date. No, but, uh, like, I don't... They, they, they ran Chip out really fast, you know, and... Well, because Chip... Ran himself out. But he ran was, himself out. And he's not one of, like, the quote-unquote their guys, but... Right, he's not their guy. You can't... If Howie stays, there's no way Doug stays. Um, I don't think you can run this back. No, no, someone's got to pay the price for this. And personally, there are flaws on both sides, but I can't fire my chef if I've given, given him the wrong ingredients. I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I'm just saying what's going to happen and what's not going to happen. Because a guy cannot have a a draft record like Howie and have that Carson Wentz contract when clearly they need to move in another direction and survive it. It's a fatal like that. Those are fatal flaws. Those are fatal mistakes. You cannot have both of those things and keep your job. And if someone does, then you'll never be able to hold anybody accountable. And this will become a place that will take a long time to dig out of because no one's going to want these jobs. And we we look at that that way, and it's rightfully so. Jeff looks at it is we've been in the playoffs so last three years still not technically out of it this year yeah but this year's bad it's bad it's awful but it's not even four wins it's not even just bad so like yes this year is bad right it's four wins um but but also like it doesn't look like 
look, in the NFL, anything can look on paper and be completely different. But it doesn't look like the problems that are here are going to be resolved in one off season. Now, you almost got to tear this down. Their three oldest players are the three Pro Bowlers. Well, right. Um, you tear it down, I say yes to certain things and no to others because they're not in they're in they're in a place where like a quote unquote like rebuild has to happen but not the same as Miami was last year or not the same as Cleveland was three years ago. Um they've got a quarter like Jalen Hurts is going to be a decent enough quarterback. I could say, yeah, he's going to be an NFL quarterback. I can't say he's going to be a franchise quarterback. Well, look, no, no, and that's silly to say. But when you've got that piece, when that piece is solved, you're in a different place than where Jacksonville is today. Or pick your poison. New Orleans can be today. You know, like, um, who knows if Breeze comes back, and I think they learned Hill ain't the guy. You know, like as much as Sean Payton wanted everyone to believe that. Tell you what, it, Pittsburgh didn't look real hot last night either with Ben Roethlisberger. No, he's he's ben done. Old. He's done. He, he just been around too long and taken on way too many hits. You know, right? Um, Not in, in today's game. You 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 get Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson. You know, Lamar Jackson. You get guys that can move. Well, ben Roethlisberger's a statue behind there. They're just that's just a dying breed. Huh? You know, like you need to be at like and even Aaron Rodgers at least moves the pocket. Always could, always could. Um, Josh Allen, like there's a whole list of guys. Josh Allen, he's a guy I forgot. Yeah, um, but he, he was on my fantasy team, and I didn't want to bring it up. Some of those guys that can move. It makes up for deficiencies in other places, right? Either at wide receiver, it can make up for deficiencies along for your in your running game. It can make up for deficiencies along your offensive line because you can move your pocket. Um, all of that being said, all that being said, um, the reality is is no, you, no one's going to sit here and say that and say that Hurts is a Pro Bowler. But he might. He's. You're not looking at this saying I need to. I need to get in last place to get a quarterback. And so, the like, counter argument to that is: is four games really enough? No, to, but it's an. It's an. It's enough it's to. It's a bad situation. It's a well. It's enough to say. I need to. I. I should address the other spots though. And they but should do that. But you, but you can't with that Wentz cap hit. That's the issue. But you can't keep both. There's no way you can keep both. In in our minds, no. It We're not the ones writing the checks, though. Yeah, I know, but it just it won't. It won't be a good situation if they keep both. It it, it hasn't been a good situation since April. It has, honestly, it's been a bad situation since before then. And they chose, uh, let's call a spade a spade. They chose to keep Jeffrey around knowing that there was a problem there. That's another example I go to. They wouldn't eat his salary cap number. 
and he's one third of Wentz's. Yeah, but that's just bad management. That's bad management. Teams do that all the time because you only eat that cap hit for one year. It's not like a buyout in hockey or it's not like a guaranteed contract in baseball or basketball. When you cut a guy who's got that, it's you take that hit for one year. So you yeah. get the pain is one year and it sucks, but, you, but teams they, do but it all they the time. Even willing to, they weren't even willing to do that with Jeffrey. That's my point. They thought that they were better with him. I don't. I just I, I think I that I don't see it. I don't. I think that we're talking about two different ways to come to the conclude, like to explain why they made this choice. And I don't think it's money related because we've seen the Eagles cut a bunch of people and take cap hits. We've seen it the I, entire time. I just don't understand the thought rationale that if you were not confident in Wentz, why give him that money? Well, that's and if you were confident in Wentz, why do you draft a quarterback that high in the draft? I'm with you. Like I, I don't disagree, but that is why but the you, GM you can't, can't keep you can, their job. You can have one. You can have one, and I'm fine with that. You can't have both. No. Well, that's why the GM can't, should not be able to keep their job. That's why, like that thinking, right? You can either say this is it. I'm not going to sign Wentz to this kind of contract, and we're going to move on, or we're going to make him prove you, it. You didn't have to. It no. would have been a Dak Prescott situation, but there wasn't a gun to their head where they had to sign him at that exact minute. And then you turn around and make the draft pick. And and this, they've made other... This was 18 months ago. This was 18 months ago when they signed. And they've made other dumb, not just draft picks, dumb decisions. They bring they bring Deshaun Jackson back, not this year, the year before. He, he I've played more games. What? You know, um, they, they keep Jeffrey around, who has been a health problem his entire career and clearly is a locker room cancer. Absolutely. They brought back Jason Peters, and they should have waved goodbye to him at the parade. And it's been clear that Kelsey has been ready to go or retire for a couple of years, and they haven't addressed the center position. So when I look at this, I just look at it as if I were running any business – your business can't survive if you let your middle management operate this way. At some point, they have to. The blame has to be placed there. There's too many problems up and down, up and down. Not just with roster holes, but just, no, it's, just with being a rudderless ship. The team has no identity. Light, they caught lightning in a bottle. Well, it was the luckiest thing to happen in sports history. I don't. I don't. I just don't agree that you win championships on luck. Um, I think that all the pieces came together, but winning a championship is winning a championship. You've got to win your regular season games. You got to get to the playoffs. And look, they beat the dynasty of their era. So I, I a backup quarterback outdoor Tom Brady. It, but it. We shouldn't even have played Minnesota in the conference championship game. We should have played New Orleans. Yeah, but ifs and buts that happens I mean, every year. I know, but there's there's a lot of lot of that butterflies happens, that happen there. Happens all every year. Teams win championships. There's a lot of bounces that could have gone any either way. Julio that Jones been times his leap in the first playoff game. But how many times were we as fans on the opposite side of those? 
Plenty. I still see Joe Jarvicious running down Joe Jarvicious running down the sideline in a Tampa Bay uniform. I was there, man. You know, like so I think it's easy the, to see the Kawhi shot against the Sixers. Oh my god, forget it. How many times right, exactly. Exactly. So um my my you, did they catch lightning in a bottle? Sure. They got hot at the right time and beat who they had to in front of them and made the plays that they had to. But I don't think that you win, you get into a championship game or you win a championship by the luck. I just, there's too many, eventually you're good enough to keep making luck happen. And, and then where, to, right? Like, I just feel like with saying that, that's the same as, and I feel like I said this line before. I feel like that's 15 year old me yelling that Dominic Hasek's lucky. <laughs> I'll accept the luck. I'm saying how he wasn't that good of a GM. No, no, right, right, right. That's, that, that's my turnaround point. That is clear, right? Like, the proof is in the pudding now. And, an uncanny amount of things went every direction right. But you can only win. You can only rest on your laurels for that for so long because now there's been a couple years of just what mediocre. Well, not just mediocre. mediocre. When you look at these decisions, there are too many. There are too many that happened before the Super Bowl win and that have happened since. That you say we need some different input here. They they hit on every free agent and every trade that year. That doesn't happen. Well. The law of averages would say because they miss on everyone every other year. <laughs> Eventually, it had to work, right? Like, um, but my point being, he's not that good of a GM. Well, clear, he's not a, he's not a Super Bowl GM. Clearly, clearly, it's time to move on, and and I think that that's going to happen. I think that they're going to hire a new GM and let the GM decide what they're going to do with the coach. Um, my, I hope own you're personal, right. my own personal opinion is if I were running the franchise and it were my decision, I would move the GM first. I would not I would not make the coach pay for this unless the new GM said I want to take the team in a, in a completely different direction. More importantly, would you let people bring hoagies in? Two hoagie minimum. Okay. Um, it's got to be a whole picnic in the third quarter. It's got to be a ta- of the Italian variety. No, oh, Ameri- no American hoagie. You communist! <laughs> right around the time of Rocky Four, too, the greatest Christmas movie ever. <laughs> if you could change, then I could change, <laughs> and we could change. <laughs> I um. I doubt that you do, but I'll ask. Do you do you partake in watching Bob's Burgers? I do not. So it's funny that you bring up Rocky because of that. So in that cartoon, their one regular customer watches basically what's a Rocky Rocky ripoff called the Ham and Egger. And in <laughs> the Ham and Egger, like he punches string instead of raw meat because he works at a string factory. Um, oh my goodness! And in the the song is look of he, he's got the look of the lion instead of eye of the tiger, and um, the character brings out brings up how it's a Rocky rip rip off, and they talk about 
look at the line. He's like, that's a ripoff of Eye of the Tiger. He's like, it's a completely different animal. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So, it, yeah, it's it's just, it, it was like last week's episode. So it's funny that you brought up Rocky because it's really funny. That's good stuff. Yeah, the, the ham and egger. We're ham and egger. That's an, under, that's an underused phrase. No, but it's, I mean, and it fits. It's, it's you know, fighting for a meal. True that. True that. You know. So, um, we're here a little bit tonight, and we'll get we'll get into the topic. Um, since we've had our Eagles argument hour, that wasn't about the quarterback situation, really. Well, and it shouldn't be. No, it's dumb. It's, it's bigger dumb. than that. It's bigger. It's up the chain. And that's the quarterback thing sells papers and gets people to call radio stations. It's a bigger problem. I mean, I've always been a super huge Bobby Huing fan. As you should be. He had a great three games. Um, but uh, we're here to talk about a new topic. Um, new, 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 new. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess like true crime has become like a huge thing that like everybody's into at this time in 2020 and maybe a few years before true crime and serial killer documentaries yeah um so we're not going to do like <laughs> we're not going to turn around and try and get people exonerated from prison um so if you were hoping for that that's not this is not your show um Sorry. Well, I will be signing off because that's what I signed up for. <laughs> Checks in the mail. I wanted my own Netflix docu. Yeah, the Ham and Eggers. Ooh, delicious. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean, ham and eggs tomorrow for breakfast. Fire it up, Billy. Fire it up. Damn right. So, um, what we're going to talk about in our next series to take a little bit of pause from wrestling, um. My brain needed a little bit of a break. Plus, I don't know. You tell me. I, I was a little concerned as we went deeper down that we had seen the best that there was to offer for the series that we were doing. And it would be like an ever-growing list of disappointment. I held on for a few more years than you did. I know. I know. But... I only watch pay-per-views in AEW now, and I barely watch pay-per-views. I only watch the big pay-per-views usually, or if there's nothing else on Sunday nights. Um, but I don't, I don't watch Raw at all. Or SmackDown. Just too much. I don't know if it's tough to have the same level of excitement, but there's also just too much access um, to people, and and that's never going to go away. You know, that's only going to get worse. Um, that it, you know, it just makes it difficult. Um, so that being said, I wanted to put it down for a little bit and maybe then come back. Um, let, let some of this ref stuff refresh. Um, and I wanted to talk about, uh, fictional detectives. Fictional detectives. So... 
the the groundwork on what we'll talk about is that it has to the detective had to be in movies or TV shows. It won't only be literature, uh, which is good because my goal this year was to read a hundred books, and I only have ninety nine more to go. Yeah, <laughs> ninety nine and a half. Ninety nine, yeah. I got uh, like what? Nine more days? Nine more days? Yeah, yeah. You could get it in though. Oh, definitely. Um, and then I figured what we would do maybe, and we'll see how like time goes, but like, um, we would talk about two different characters per episode, um, maybe one serious and one not as serious because detective can span. It doesn't necessarily mean that they have to be on the police force to be a detective. No, it could it could be uh, it could be a myriad of things, right? So, um, and then I figure what we could talk about a little bit is depending on how far removed we are or how far we've like lost the gist of it, we could go back and and rewatch some to refamiliarize ourselves with the character, but not necessarily to talk about the episode that we watched. Okay, I'm getting where you're going. I'm so, getting where you're headed. At. Yeah, so like, um, I'm just gonna pull the, like one of the more famous detectives or um, out, and we'll get to the point of why I'm saying this. Sherlock Holmes is up there in the canon of investigators, right? He would be one of the tops. He would be one of the tops. And this is, we're not going to get into Sherlock Holmes here, but I want to make sure we get into a little bit of the, the ground rules of what, what we're doing and, and what we're going to do this. Um, there is literally There are literally a million adaptations of Sherlock Holmes. And I don't want you and I to just go, oh, we watched the Robert Downey Jr. movie, and now we're going to talk about that and only that. The idea is to refamiliarize ourselves with the character and maybe that adaptation of the character, but not to provide our feedback or review of the movie or television show. Okay. okay. I'm following. Um, and it doesn't have to be live action. It could be cartoon. It could be... Um, even a video game but you and I probably wouldn't get into that but it's not going to only be like literature like we're not going to do the Hardy Boys or um, something Nancy like that Drew. or Nancy Drew correct but we may do Murder She Wrote or Perry Mason or Columbo correct or Quincy Quincy was a doctor my friend <laughs> but was he the medical examiner Am I remembering that correct? I don't know. My grandparents put it on when I was five. I really didn't follow. I was busy playing Matchbox and picking my nose. I really wasn't watching Quincy. I just thought he was a doctor, okay? Just throwing it out there. Now you're going to make me Google this? I'm actually doing it. Oh, okay, good. I got $2 on doctor. He's like a... He is definitely a doctor... But he's like, he's like a, um, like a medical examiner. That's not a detective. Uh, he's doing detective like Housewood. That's not a detective. 
that he's a coroner who investigates suspicious deaths that usually suggest murder. Oh, here we go. All right. I think it fits. I'm not doing Quincy. Uh, we're watching Quincy. I refuse to watch Quincy. But point being is, um, maybe we'll do things like this too, where we talk about if it fits or not, and then we that, that could bring us to talk about the character. But um, Magnum PI, right? Definitely, Magnum PI is a great fit. The Scooby Doo crew <laughs> would fit. <laughs> They're called in to solve mysteries. The episode will just be me doing that voice. <laughs> Not you, like, eating giant sandwiches. Oh, I miss sandwiches. Um, They're coming up. I might have a sandwich next week. It's coming up, buddy. <laughs> but we are not going to do... Like, we will do things like, like Mindhunter, um, where it's based on a real person and it's based on real crimes, but it, they are actually fictionalized versions of real people but we're not going to do something like the investigation into the Unabomber or something like that okay it's a fictionalized character even if that fictionalized character is based on a real person because there are the person that the main character in Mindhunter is based off of a lot of fictional characters are based off of Correct. He's an FBI profiler by the name of John Douglas. Um, and a lot of characters are based off of him. Any relation to my fake ID, Shane Douglas? Uh, I mean, he was the franchise. John okay. Douglas is the franchise of behavior, you know, the FBI behavior program. But, okay. <laughs> but um, So there's a chance. There's a chance. We'll figure it out. Well, we will detect if this is the case. I see what you did there, and I love it. <laughs> um, so the one character I wanted to start with um, was also known as the world's greatest detective. I believe that's what he was billed at at one time. Right, but I feel like the films don't necessarily hint at. They hint at it maybe or gloss at it, but don't directly get at it. It morphs more into a crime fighter rather than a detective, and I think the TV show might have dealt more into the detective. But it's a little, a lot more campy. A hell of a lot more campy. Unless we're talking Batman and Robin. And the character we're talking about, by the way, is Batman. I like how you just, like, throw it out there. <laughs> all this build-up. Hinting at who... <laughs> I feel like we're just avoiding it. Like, we're, we're, like we're going to use pronouns for the rest of the episode. I mean, that was my fucking plan. It's be like, <laughs> some call this shit, detective man. a knight. I didn't know we were hosting a radio game show here. We gotta drag it out, my friends. Calm down, Drew Carey. We're not hosting a game show. People aren't calling in. We had a good bit going here, and you just fucking drove a truck right through it. Because I couldn't place a pronoun for and Robin. You're like, you're like, it was Adam West, okay? 
The Adam West version. 9.4. But um, they also, in um, the Dark Knight, the, the movie adaptation of Christian Bale one, they do show him trying to, like, fingerprint the bullets, and he's doing irradiated bills to try and track where the money's going to. So you see him using these tactics, but they're not really getting into that he is the world's greatest detective. It's more or less that he's a rich guy that has access to resources the police do not. With a load of mental issues. Nah. Guy who dresses up like a bat at night. True story, bro. Anytime I ever put my Batman onesie on, people thought I was crazy. Little did they know. Best. What, what, what do they call that thing at Christmas time? At work. Dude, I'm drawing a blank here. Pollyanna. Where you exchange get There you go. See? You see? Pollyanna. Yeah. Santa, some people call it. Pollyanna. Best Pollyanna gift I ever got was a Batman onesie. Still have it. A little big now. Still have it. It's all right. You could go. You could take it to the tailor and get it altered. Can you imagine? I'd fucking pay for that. For you to take it to the laundromat to get it tailored. Well, <laughs> mask up, buddy. I'm not doing anything Christmas Eve. Let's go to the tailor. Yo, you go like I need this tailored, and they're like, "All right, try it on." And you come fucking strolling out in that. Got I have to save Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia needs me. I'm not the hero that Philadelphia wants, but the one it needs right now. See, now this could work as a bit. <laughs> screw the pizza reviews, screw the wing reviews. Let's do that. Crazy outfits tailored. I mean, if onesie seems, an adult onesie seems like it should be a tailored fit. You don't want it bunched up. No, absolutely not. It was, it was the Adam West ones, too. It was kind of like that. Oh, you were doing like the bat Tuesday? Yeah, it was gray. It was gray, not. <laughs> so, um, Batman known as the world's greatest detective. But we, we know Batman, I think you're correct, more as a crime fighter than a crime finder. That's the way it's been portrayed in, in the movie films. In cinema, as they say? Yes. Way back when, we used to go to a theater and pay, happily pay, $13 for a tub of popcorn and $9 for a big tub of and never ending soda. This is way before the kids nowadays time. Where y'all had a TV at your fingertips and could watch it on your phone. Well, now don't they, like, you can get the bucket of soda, but they also sell, like, 20 ounces. Do they? Interesting. I believe so. Why would you want that? You can close it. Oh, so overrated. I like just drinking a gallon of soda in two hours and then refilling for the ride home, so I got to take a, an emergency wee-wee at the Wawa. I was just going to say, you like playing that, that game of chance. That you might be able to hold that bucket of soda till the end, of the, till the credits roll. Bro, it happened today. I had to take the emergency trip to the Wawa. I can't hold it anymore. I have no desire to hold it. 
Yeah, you know. You grow Zero. Up. You grow up. You don't need to anymore. I'm not. I'm not doing any more pee pee dances, Bill. That's why I don't go to these uh, these sporting events anymore. Not that we're allowed, but I just the, the wait for the bathroom. Ugh. That's why I got to do the box. That's why you got yeah, no bra- it's box, the only way bro. to go. It's the only way to go. I agree. So, right. um, Batman as a detective, does he ever solve who the Joker actually is? Like the man behind the paint? No. I don't believe he does. I just think it's a it's been portrayed by so many. He never does it in any of the movies, correct? No, I don't. Or know. does he do it in the '89 version? He realizes it's Jack Napier, correct? Does he? In the... He rem- he realizes it's the person who killed his parents. Then they're one and the same. Yeah, I think you're correct. Yeah, because there's like a f- I've I've watched there's that a flashback. Yeah, there's a flashback. With the pearls, the yeah, dramatic cause, pearls. Because what the world needed, that or definitely needs, is like a fourth or fifth Batman origin story. I'm here for it, man. I'm here. Uh, it's it's better than Friday night, Friday the Thirteenth getting reimagined. Well, that we're I coming know. to America too. Thirty-seven years later, <laughs> everything's got to be. Nostalgia, right? Like every. I was kind of hyped for the Top Gun sequel this this year. Another thing, COVID ruined. I was going back to the '80s, man. <laughs> I had denim picked out for Motley Crue. I was going to wear my Tom Cruise jacket to watch Top Gun in the theater. I had a whole summer plan, man. And then, damn, Rona. Coach would have put me in. We would have won state. Throw a football. Now I, over, throw a football over them damn mountains. Now I got a list on my Motley Crue cassettes with my eye rock. I, I've got nothing for you, man. We've got like a couple more months of this, and then it will be fine. Should I make plans to go to spring training? Do you think March? Middle of March. I would make plans to go to a game in April. I like Florida, though. Okay. They have, like, trees down there and stuff. I mean, not for me, but sure. Thank you. I got I to gotta show off the new beach pod. <laughs> you're not going to do that in Wildwood? I love Wildwood. Sorry. I'll spend a week there. I'm just I want to go other places. I couldn't spend the whole summer down there. Let's put it that way. It's the same people I see up here. Just well, go down there. Also, it's a lot different when you can get in the car and drive home than when you're have to fly. I like the flying experience. I think I'm you made differ. Saying it's a much different. Oh, I don't care about flying anywhere. No. Okay. I wasn't sure. No. Um, I just feel like that idea of like, uh, you know, like I, it's the same 
some of that is just because it's so close geographically. True, 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 true. But, um, I don't know, man. Maybe you could take the Batwing down. Are you, are you saying you want to be Robin? No, I don't want to go near Florida. I know. Don't like old people, huh? Uh, I don't like the humidity. I, I don't like that there's, like, dinosaurs everywhere. They're gators, yeah, for they're, one. They're, okay. they're dinosaurs. It's, it's fine. But, gators? Where do you think Gatorade comes from? Yeah. Water's better. Doop, doop, doop. Um, to get back onto the rails here. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, just... It's like Blueby Def Leppard. Nah. It's become I a like, variety show. I like hair bands. Deal with it. <laughs> I've become Hey Now yeah. and Kingsley. Hey, I like everything you don't like. <laughs> Florida and hair bands. And baseball. And baseball. This train is going farther off the rails than Bruce Willis and Unbreakable. <laughs> not a detective. Definitely not a detective. So, um, Batman known as the world's greatest detective, we don't really see him as such other than uh, maybe he's portrayed as such more in comic book variety, which is what the show the old Adam West show is a lot more, I use the phrase campy, but it's a lot more comic booky. Yeah, it's a comic book come to life. Um, and even the Tim Burton Batman is a lot more comic booky as well. They're like, what you don't have a lot of in the like Christopher Nolan variety is like anonymous henchmen. Yes. Dance ensembles. Thankfully so. Yeah, like it is a lot more comic booky, cartoony. The 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 Tim Burton version with Michael Keaton. And then it really went bad with Val Kilmer and George Clooney. It it gets about as far into the weeds as we just did. Pretty much. Pretty much. There was a lot of anonymous tension back then. Um, well, it's just that time period was really just about being as over that, like, now everything's about nostalgia. It's about callbacks to old stuff or remaking old stuff. Back then, it was about, like, just being more over the top. Yeah, what could be the, 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 the loudest and the shiniest? Pretty much. I mean, look at a music video from from back then. Oh, I do regularly, buddy. I do regularly. More than I like to admit. But, um, so, like, I felt like Batman was a good place to start because we don't really see Batman as a detective. Unfortunately, we do not. Not not in today's... Well, I feel like what would be more conducive is really Bruce Wayne doing the detecting, not a guy in a bat suit. Interesting. Are you saying a guy in a bat suit isn't taken seriously? I'm saying it's probably hard to sneak around in a cape 
in a Batmobile or a Batwing. Only because you've never tried it. Fair. But dressed as a normal guy might be a little easier. However, he is like the richest guy in Gotham, so it might be He is he is internationally known. The world over. Is he known to rock a microphone? I knew that's where you were going. I love it. <laughs> Yin and Yang. I knew that's where we were going. But um, I, I set it up. Bruce Wayne may be a little bit more of a James Bond character. Yes. Yes. Not an international playboy, not necessarily detective. Not Austin Powers. <laughs> um, so, g- going forward, this might be the only, like, quote-unquote superhero that fits this bill. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I'm trying to... I'm trying to... T- Would Spider-Man be a detective? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Crime fighter. Crime fighter? Okay. I think the the next person from this world, like the next closest that you would get would be like Dick Tracy. Okay. But he's not... Dick Tracy is not really a superhero. Comic book character, but not a superhero. Hmm. I'm just toying. I'm just. I'm just having an inner dialogue here, trying to figure <laughs> it out. I think that this would be the only like quote unquote superhero, and it's because he's got the moniker of world's greatest detective. He does, and DC does stand for Detective Comics. Well, it right, does, right? Yeah, but it's not like <laughs> Dick Tracy is from DC as well, isn't he? I want to say yeah. Weren't the Dick Tracy? See, I, I really didn't delve in much with Dick Tracy. I think I watched the Warren Beatty film once. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily required much more. No. I was not a fan. I was not a fan of that version. I just didn't, just didn't get it. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Because it's a little bit, I did. I feel like, and we'll have to look it up when if we talk about Dick Tracy more. But I feel like Dick Tracy is one of those things similar to Perry Mason, where it started as like a radio show, um, and then became a comic book. You know, like uh, became a comic book series. Okay. All right. I see where your head's at. And to go along with your Perry Mason, or your Quincy beef, by the way, Perry Mason is an attorney. It just so happens that he was a private investigator in the most recent... He was a private detective. He was a private detective. In just this show. He was an attorney, a la Matlock-ish. 
in the radio um, show, and I believe the black and white television show. If you say so, sir. He was an attorney. I'm correct. I, I know he's an attorney, but he's also a private detective. Yeah, he was, and this HBO series was very good. So Phenomenal. Um, yeah, there's not much to really unpack much with Batman. Um, so what we'll be doing like next episode is we'll probably talk a little bit about two different um, people. So what I want to do is you and I will nominate one each. Just pull it from wherever you're going to pull it from. We'll refamiliarize ourselves should we need to. Um, with the the character, the show, or the movie. Um, of course. And then we will talk about the character, show, and movie, um, and mostly about the character. But nonetheless, we'll talk a little bit about about all of it, um, because we'll then we'll be able to compare and contrast as we get deeper into this subject. The deep dive. Deep deep dive, if you will. Deep dive and beehive. So, do you want me to, to to name my first? Will that help you with your decision? Um, we, we got to put it out there now. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Putting you on the spot, my friend. What kind of spot? My spot, your spot, a spot. All right, I, I guess if we're not, man, I mean, you're just you're just going on, you're going rogue, but okay. Listen, Mister. Hit me with it. Death Leopard, tape cassette. Uh, I'm gonna start with. I think it would be if you know me, it would be a pretty obvious one, and it's a. I think it's a good starting point because it's a character that's been in a television series and a movie, uh, portrayed by two different actors. Um, but comes from a world uh, that should be pretty recognizable. So I would start with FBI agent Will Graham. Uh, he would be known from the... Will Graham. Will Graham. Actually, he's been in two movies, but they deal with the same thing. So Will Graham would be from Red Dragon um, or M Manhunter, uh, the original film adaptation of Red Dragon. He's also known in the television world... Um, in the television series Hannibal. Hannibal the Cannibal? Hannibal the Cannibal. So it comes from the Thomas Harris world of literature. Um, that it's the Hannibal from Sansa Lambs or Hannibal or the Hannibal TV show or um, Hannibal Rising. Um, Will Graham is the detective as played by Edward Norton um, and Hugh, or Hugh Dancy from the television. Interesting. I like that. I can get down with that. Are you going to ask me mine? I just figured you'd throw it out there, like how you threw out there. <laughs> I, I was and Robin. I was. Well, I didn't. I. What's that? As you threw out and Robin earlier, so I just thought you know you'd just jump right in, and throw that car and drive. I'm going to go since the HBO series just ended. I'm going to go Perry Mason. Perry Mason. 
Excellent. Excellent. So what we will do is you and I will come back. Inspector Gadget was a close second. Inspector Gadget, Scooby-Doo, some of these other characters we're definitely going to flush out. Um, depending on how deep we want to scrape this barrel. But I feel like these are two good characters to start with. And um, they're pretty, like, if you haven't watched the HBO series, I highly suggest it. Um, because I feel like when it's I told people very good watch. to check out Perry Mason, they thought I was talking about, like, fire up the old reruns um, and didn't realize yeah. there was an HBO series. Go on Turner Classic Movies. Yeah. Um, Because I know I got some weird looks as if I, you know, told people there was fresh water in the back um, when I suggested it it to be watched. Or if you told them to leave it. Yeah, I mean, you might as well have thought I told someone to leave it 20 years ago. It was 12. Might as well be yesterday. It feels like yesterday in so many ways. But um, those are two good characters in series or films, I feel like, to start with. They're modern, um, and they're two very different characters. So um, we will be back next week to talk about those detectives after the holiday in between the two holidays yes the the the, uh, the one where we exchange the gifts and the one where we go new year new me yeah the one where we light off fireworks and join a gym the next <laughs> I don't know day. where you're from that could be any day of the week yeah, right? and join the gym the next day the other one where we exchange gifts and eat a meal. I, I kept my New Year new me this year. So, yeah. yeah. Buck the odds and buck the trends. Screw you guys. I win, you lose. Blah. Blooby blooby. So, um, until then, uh, we will be back. We will be back. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye-bye.